Occasionally you'll go into a shul and you'll see that people have donated their old talis to the shul for the, for, uh, the chazanam to use, for guests to use it. And it's a very nice thing to donate your old talis. However, when a person is putting on this talis, just keep in mind that because it might be used for, for a long time, the tzitzit strings may no longer be kosher. So it's interesting, if you actually want to learn Hilchah Tzitzit and go through which strings are kosher, so go find a shul that has all these old talisim, and to go look and try to figure out which ones are kosher, which ones are are uh, no longer kosher. Additionally, even if one has his own tzitzit, over time, you know, your strings can get torn if you have a prankster in the shul that ties your tits to your chair or if it gets stuck in a folding chair you could have other situations where you'll have torn tits strings so when I'm looking at a pair of tits and I see strings that are torn how do I know when they are still kosher or when they are puzzled? so last week we mentioned that when they are originally made there's a minimum size required, and for the most part, it's a good assumption if you bought tzitzis with a hechsher, or you even made your own tzitzis, but you bought strings from a from a Judaica store, they're going to be long enough more than the 24 centimeters required as the minimum share. However, when it gets torn, so now you have two issues. Number one, maybe at this point, it is no longer 24 centimeters long. Additionally, the Gemara, the Sufri writes that there are two components of, of the mitzvah. There's the concept of gedil. Gedil is that it has to be wrapped. Look in the Chayadam He speaks this out that gedil means it's wrapped. And we have the tzitzis part of it, which we call chutin, strings. So I need two parts. I need the, the knots and the, the wrapping which is, you know, the, the first part of the tzitzis. And then we have the strings. So if it gets torn up until the part of the knot, so then I don't have strings anymore. So the question is, at what point do I say, these are not called strings, I don't have chutin, and I'm not yaitza, and I'm not fulfilling the mitzvah of tzitzis. So the Gemara Menachas, the Flamet Chesimut Beis, says the following line. Amri b'nei rabchia, gardume techeles kesherin. The gardume, the leftover strings, meaning it got torn. Rashi says it was it was snipped, but you still have some remaining on the tzitzis. Kesherin, it's kosher, it's still considered valid tzitzis. V'kamashir gardumen, what's considered the gardumen? So the Gemara says, kedela anvon, it has to be enough to make a, a slip knot. We call this kedei uh, aniva, enough to make some type of knot by using that string. That's how the Gemara concludes. We'll just briefly say, what exactly does this mean, kedei la'anvon? What does it mean enough to make a, a loop, a, sl- a slip knot? So the Chayadam has the most extreme share. He says he doesn't know. And he says, therefore, it has to be less than, at most, it would be, he says something along eight, around, around the size of 8 centimeters. He uses the term of gedul, of gudalin. Uh, of, of, um, and he says it has to be, it's not more than four gudalim, which would be about eight, eight centimeters. All the achrenim argue in the chayadam, and they say that your, your weight, your shear is way too high. Kedaniva means it has to be about two, two gudalim, which would be about four to five centimeters, the way we measure things today. So, if you took out a ruler, you look at the string that has already been cut, so you look at the left, the last, the last part, if it's, more than four centimeters, 
Mishnah Brewer Paskins, Chazanish, most of the Achorinim, no problem, that's considered Kedei Aniva, and that's what the Gemara refers to by saying it's kosher, it's still kosher as Tzitzit strings. Now, there are two ways to understand this Gemara when the Gemara says, Gardume Tchelas. So Rashi says, when the Gemara says Tchelas, over here it's Lavdafka. It doesn't really mean Tchelas, it means Tzitzis. Why the, the Gemara uses the term Tchelas? We see other places, the Gemara, when it talks about dragging your Tzitzis on top of a, a kever, the Gemara Brachas, talks, says the term Tchelas. It doesn't necessarily mean Tchelas. It means Tzitzis. So, Therefore, Rashi learns that even if all four tzitzah strings, which we call eight today, all four strings, all four strings that are doubled over have been torn. Someone took scissors, your kid at home took his scissors, he cut off most of the string, but you still have kedeaniva on all the strings, no problem, you're good to go. You are still yoytz as long as you have kedeaniva. That's how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Simon Yudbeis in Arachayim. The Ramah brings down the she- and the sh- sorry the Shulchan Aruch brings down Shitas Rabbeinu Tam as well. And the Ramah says our minig is to be machmir for Rabbeinu Tam. And Rabbeinu Tam says no. When the Gemara says Gardume Techelas, it's Dafka. It's talking about specifically Techelas. Why would it be talking about Techelas? So Rabbeinu Tam learns that. When we discuss how many strings, when you have trails, when you have white and blue, how many strings should be white, how many should be blue, we brought down three different opinions last week. Rabbeinu Tam holds, it's half and half. You would have two of the four strings should be white, and two of the four strings should be blue. You double it over, you got four and four. So therefore, according to Rabbeinu Tam, when the Gemara says, it's specifically talking about up to two strings were torn. Which means, according to Rabbi Nathan, if your child took scissors and he cut all the strings, all of them, but you still have Kedei Aniva, it's possible, according to Rabbi Nathan, because the only time we even have a discussion is when only two of them were cut. If more than two of them were torn, even if you have Kedei Aniva, you have a problem, they would still be possible. The Ramah says, we are no again for this. Our minute is to be machmer for this opinion of Rabbeinu Tam, and and lechatchila, uh, one should when you're looking at torn strings, make sure you're not above two. So how does this play out in practical terms? So let's go back a second. Our titzah strings are not just four strings; it's four strings folded over into eight. So I'm looking at eight strings. Picture eight strings in front of you. If you're wearing titzahs, take out your titzahs. Not if you're driving. You look at your tits in front of you, and you see I have eight strings on each corner. Okay, very good. Now, what if one of them was torn? One of the eight. So, technically, even if it's torn all the way down to the knot, not on the bottom, but on the top, meaning the 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 the, the fifth knot or whatever, how many how many knots you wear? So it's torn all the way to that point. So it's only one. I got seven other strings. So. One out of seven, one out of eight is not a full string, right? When the, the Rishonim say when the Gemara says the strings were torn, that means it has to be torn in its entirety. But if I have four strings that are doubled over into eight, one being torn, one out of the eight tearing is not going to pass all the senses. Fine, so you look at your strings, one of them is torn, 
even all the way down to the knot, no problem. I still have seven good strings coming out of the knots. I have seven uh, chutin, and therefore will be kosher. What if two of the eight are torn? So now it depends. If I know that they're from the same string, meaning if I would trace it all the way back, and I would say this is actually the same one of four, so then it will be puzzle. Of course it's puzzle. I don't have Kedea Niva. I don't have four centimeters left of string. And I have two of these that are cut. And I'm assuming it's from the same string. It will be puzzle. Not only that, even if you're not sure if it's from the same string, we would say Suffolk the Chumra. Machlik is why. Some hold that this concept of Chutin might be a Dindaraisa. Or some say because Avshilavar, you could untie it and try to figure out which, which if, it, if it indeed is from the same string. That would, that, that would be the halacha and the suffix. The Achwanim points out, I think the Shukhanar points out, the Shukhanar points out, there's a minog that when we make titsis to keep the strings on the same side the entire time. Meaning, when you make that first knot, so when you're holding four strings in both hands, each one of those corresponds to, an, each, one, each string in the right hand is corresponding to a string in the left hand. Right? Now, as you make the tits, you could totally mix them up. And when you're, you end up with eight strings, you could have three on one side that are, that are, uh, you know, from, from, you could have two from the same side, and you could have two of them that are actually from the other side. So the minog, the shochanar brings down, is that we should always keep uh, the strings on different sides, which means that when I'm looking at eight strings, so each one of the four strings in my right hand, if I, if I pull them apart, it would correspond to one string in my left hand. Great! So that helps you, because let's say I have two strings tear from one side, I know that they're not the same string, because I always kept each end of the string on different sides of the knot. And that's my assumption when you buy tzitz with a good hachshur, they're fulfilling this minog. If someone knows otherwise, please let me know. The truth is we could find out. You could take a bunch of tzitzis and untie it to the bottom and see if they actually kept the four strings on each side. If someone wants to do that, I'm happy to uh, to hear uh, your, your findings. So, in that case, as long as the two of them that are torn are from the same side, we're good. If the two that are torn are from different sides, there's no way for me to know, unless I start untying the entire thing, to figure out if they are indeed from the same string or not from the same string. And therefore, if two of them are cut, we have a problem that that uh, these tzitzis are, are not kosher. Now, if that's Kedea Niva, it will be fine. But let's say it would not have Kedea Niva, I have to be concerned that they're from the same string and I have a problem. What if three of them are cut, but they're from the same side, meaning I, ha- I, 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 I figured out how to separate them. And I've, I, you know, my regular tzitzis I bought from the Judaica store, three of them were torn, but they're from the same side. So I could assume they're, they're from different strings, which is good. According to the Shulchan Aruch, no problem. As long as the other side has Kedan Eva, you're good. The problem is, according to Rabbi Natam, now I know I have three separate strings that are no longer the same length of the original length, and there have been a Talmud the Gemara that only when two of them are cut, two of them are torn, it's kosher. But if three of them are torn, it'll be possible. So even if you have Kedah and Eva, we would still have a concern that three of them are cut. So it happens to be the Shulchan, the to point out, if you have at least uh, eight centimeters of string, so even according to Rabbi Natal, it will still be fine. But if three of them are cut, 
past, you know, de- you know, lower than eight centimeters, according to Rabbeinu Tam, it will be possible. How do we pass in Allah Maisa? So Allah Maisa, we are machmed lechatchila. We are machmed lechatchila like Rabbeinu Tam. However, if a person does not have other uh, other tzitzis, so you could definitely make a brach on it. That's the psak of the Mishavura Hashulchan. And the Shulchan uh, Harav, one could definitely make a bracha, even if three were torn, as long as they're from the same side, and you have Kedia Niva on the other side. But once you have uh, less than Kedia Niva of two strings or different sides, as we mentioned previously, one cannot make a bracha on that, and it will be considered Pasal Tzitzis. However, there is one more opinion. There's another opinion, the opinion of the Ri. The opinion of the Ri is that when we when we talk about kedai and eva, the the size of the string, the length of the string, even if it's not coming out of the knots, even if it's part of uh, the twists and the knots, that should also be counted as your kedai and eva, which is a tremendous cooler. That means basically, unless the the string is torn all the way on the bottom, you're always going to have this kedai and eva of four centimeters. And he would say that it's still kosher but the We hold. That we do not pass like the re, and uh, and the chayyim says don't walk out on Shabbos with it. However, if a person does not have any other talus to wear or another pair of to wear, we would say wear it. You're still yaitza. Um, you know, mutl lavshay. You should. You're allowed to wear it because b'diavad you have the re, but lechatchila a person should get a new pair of tzitzis. Okay, as we talk about using a shul's talus, so Hashem tomorrow will. Expand on this. When do you make a bracha? If you're using someone else's talis, you're borrowing it. Do you, does a child, does a borrower make a, make a bracha? It's not his. It's not gedilim tasalach. It's not your tzitzis. When do you make a And if you make a bracha on a shul's talis when you use it, how come when you get an aliyah and you weren't wearing a talis, how come nobody's making a bracha at that point? So we'll get to that in Mitzvah tomorrow.